Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coach Danher, again, we talked about it. The 9-1 record. Coach uh, Kristen Navarro brings the head count to Yellow Jackets. who with a 6-4 record. 4-2 in district play. They come out of District 16 in the Valley. So, again, big uh, by district matchup, Coach. It's great to be here. Wildcats continue their tradition of uh, playoff appearances. And tonight... They come out, we want to see them come out and, and come out aggressive, but really disciplined football. Last week we had the turnovers, and for continuous weeks we've had penalties. We need to clean that up as we get ready for these playoffs. I did see McClure dressed out tonight, so that'll be a welcoming sign. Don't know how much he'll play tonight, but we've really got to clean it up if we want to get, uh, have a nice, you know, drive into these playoffs. Well, we've got to play, you know, almost careless back, you know, I'm sure he'll be very limited in what he does out there. Also, we have Brody Ford, our right guard back, and he looks to be at full strength, so it looks like we're good to go tonight. Let's do it. Uh, we uh, have a little fun stat for you. Coach Brotherson working hard, pulling out information out of his uh, bag of tricks. Last time Cal Allen lost the 10th game of the season was back in 2004, and they followed that up in the uh, first round of the playoffs versus Ed Couchelsa. They won that game 24-23. So that's your fun stat of the night. I'd like to thank Coach Brotherton for uh, pulling up that out of the, his archives. I've got the uh, captains for tonight for the Ed Couchelsea Yellow Jackets. Number 28, Christian Sanchez. Number 32, Jose Cardenas. Number 43, Jack Perez. And number 52, Robert Sambiel. Those are your captains for the Ed Couchelsea Yellow Jackets. We wait for the Wildcats to come out to the middle of the field. Again, I'd like to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night, taking time out of your evening, wherever you're at, at home, at work, in your car. Thanks for taking time out of your Friday night to be with us. The captains for the Wildcats look to be number one, Charlie Hill. Number eight will be Jared Garza. Number 35 is Rick Barrett. And number 77 will be Marcus Weiser. Those are your captains for tonight. As the officials are at the middle of the field waiting for the captains, we understand that the uh, both coaches decided to go with neutral officiating. They didn't want to go with the Corpus chapter or the Valley chapter. So we do know that they're out of East Texas. Other than that, Coach, we don't know uh, much more. But uh, both coaches opting to, to go with a neutral. And that's one of the things in the playoffs. You have so many options. You can flip for home and home. You can also flip for officials. You can actually flip for uniform colors. And, I mean, there's just so many different factors that you can have. Uh, I think there's up to five different flips, Coach. Tell me out. What are the other factors? You can almost put something like a major league contract. You put almost anything in there now. We wait for the uh, referee at the middle of the field to make the coin toss. We are at home tonight. Wildcats come in with their home uniforms, maroon shirts, maroon pants, white numerals. They have a white headgear with the traditional Cats logo across the helmet. Both teams have uh, all seniors out there as captains tonight. We won't be able to. Yeah, they those names next year. 
Ed Cal Delta is the visiting team tonight. They come in with their away uniform. They come in with their white shirt, black pants, gold numerals, and gold headgear. Looks like Ed Cal Delta has won the toss. They have deferred to the second half. Wildcats will receive the ball to the north end zone, which is the scoreboard side to our left. Ed Couch Alta will defend the south end zone. For those of you familiar, that's the Sonic side of the stadium. As we get ready for the opening kickoff, we're going to take one last break. You're listening to Cal Alum Wildcat Football on 1360 KKTX. Just 30 seconds, Sam. 30 seconds, please. For the return, I have 32 and 10 is what I show. That's off the scouting report. See, that's correct. That's a dangerous one. All right, welcome back. As we get ready for the opening kickoff, Cal Allen will receive the ball to the end zone to our left-hand side. Teen it up for the uh, Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets will be number nine, Angel Crispin. He'll tee it up at the 40. And we are just about ready. The uh, kicker, Crispin, looks over to his right, waits for the official to give him a sign. And we are ready. High end over end kick. This is going to be a short kick. It's going to bounce at the 24-yard line, picked up by the Wildcats. And it's going to be brought out to the 25-yard line. On the return, number nine, that's Hunter Grove for the Cal Allen Wildcats. I will start this drive at the 24-yard line. First down and 10 for the Cal Allen Wildcats. Jared Garza lines up under center. Running backs in the backfield. And motions across the line of scrimmage. Garza with a handoff, coming over to the uh, near side. That's number one, Charlie Hill. Not much room there. Maybe a yard for his effort. Second down, we'll call it nine to go. Opening drive of this contest. Wildcats driving left to right. Garza brings the Wildcats up to the line of scrimmage. Single wide out to the near side. And motions across the line of scrimmage. Toss sweep to number one, Charlie Hill. Hill's got the outside, got the 45, got the 40. Midfield, crosses midfield, nothing but green grass in front of him. Charlie Hill, 60-yard touchdown run. Cal Allen striking first with 11.08 here in the opening quarter. Uh-oh, do we have yellow laundry on the field? The officials are talking at the 45. 
Costly penalty. That would have been a huge run. The ball was spotted at the 26-yard line. That negates a 74-yard touchdown run by number one, Charlie Hill. And when that call was made right at midfield, Coach, I mean, they're going to spot it 10 yards back from the spot of the foul. There was nobody. Charlie Hill was already down the sideline at that point, so I'm not sure where the infraction was, but whatever the case, first down and 10 Cal Allen. Ball's going to be spotted at the 46-yard line near hash mark. But the, uh, what we had talked about her, you know, before the pregame, Coach, was keeping those penalties down and being disciplined. And, and right there, that just cost us six points. Handoff to number 41. Trying the left side. No room there. That's going to be William Birch on the carry for the Wildcats. And he's going to lose about two yards on the play. It's going to bring up a second down and 12. Ten minutes, 28 seconds. If the Wildcats can find the end zone, toss sweep again to the near side. This time it's number 34, Jeremiah Earls. Earls is going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 49-yard line. It'll gain about five yards on the play. The Wildcats will need a long six for the first down. Ball shy of midfield. Ball resting at the 49-yard line. Box stops with 10:07. Wide out split to the near side. Jared Garza met with pressure in the backfield. He's going to try to lunge forward for the first down, but there's not. He's going to be well short of the first down. Picked up about three yards. It'll bring up a fourth down and three. He went 19 option off to the left side. Good thing he didn't pitch it. He it's like McClure will check in the offense, number three. 21 also checking in for the Wildcats. That's Christian Duff. Wildcats look to be uh, lining up in their quick kick formation. Nobody back deep for the uh, Yellow Jackets. Snap on the way. Garza, right-footed kicker, does go with the quick kick. Wildcats downfield to cover nicely. The ball's rolling inside the five, down at about the half-yard line for great coverage by the special teams. So the Wildcats unable to capitalize after the penalty. They do punt it away. Defense will have an opportunity to pin the Yellow Jackets deep in their own territory. The ball's resting. We'll call it the one-yard line. 99 yards to go for the Yellow Jackets. Hand it off. Hand it off. 
those numbers are really difficult to read. Almost like you get a glare off the. Uh, yeah. Never seen a football team coming out with a bling look. Give him a yard, uh, about two yards on the play. We'll call it uh, second down and eight for the Jackets. Rojas is the quarterback. Tries to go around the right side. Maybe the five-yard line. It'll bring up a third down and six. In the backfield for the uh, Yellow Jackets, quarterback is number 12, Raven Rojas. Tailback, number four, Edward Cardoza. Wingback, Sean Alvarado, number 10. And their biggest weapon is number 32, Jose Cardenas. Cardenas takes the handoff, going around the uh, right side, quickly coming up to make the tackle for the Wildcats. Just out of the view of our camera there, I believe it was number two making the stop. That's uh, Brent Green making the tackle on Cardenas. Great open field tackle. Green will drop back to midfield. Trying to get the number of the punter. Number nine will do the punting. That's Angel Crispin. Snap on the way. Right-footed punter. Low punt. Be taken by Green. Green coming across. Field coming to the near side. Has a couple of blockers in front of him. Has a 30 on the right side. Inside the 10. Down to the 5. Lunging forward. Touchdown, Cal Allen. Flag on the field at the 40-yard line. 45-yard punt return into the end zone by Brent Green. But yellow laundry on the field for the second time tonight. And this one will come back. Coach, we just talked about it in the pregame as well. We were talking about looking for that big return, either on the kickoff or on the punt. And here we have one. But that yellow flag comes out, and it will bring it back. From the spot of the foul, so it's going to be spotted at the 50-yard line. The Wildcats have had 12 points taken off the board here in the uh, first quarter, in the first five minutes. First down and 10, the Wildcats, they start the drive right at midfield at the 50-yard line. First play. Takes it on the right side to the uh, 44-yard line. 43, they'll spot it. So a seven-yard gain. Wildcats in Yellow Jacket territory. I'll give you the uh, front line of the Wildcats here shortly. Jared Garza brings the Wildcats up to the line of scrimmage. Hands it off to the uh, right side. That's number one, Charlie Hill. Lunging forward. To the 40-yard line, it's going to be short of the first down. It's going to bring up a third down and short. Oh, they're moving it. What looked to be just short of the first down was enough for the first down. So first down and 10, Cal Allen. On the front line, your center is Cole Hobbs. Your guards, Ethan Clifton and Brody Ford. Your tackles, Ty Buchanan and Dustin Sanders. Kitagua, your lone wideout, splits to the near side. 
Garza, quarterback keeper, coming on the right side. Garza up to the 30-yard line. And again, another flag on the field for the Wildcats. Third penalty of this first quarter. Coach, you know, having a conversation today at work, people talking football, and they were asking what's the key to the game. I said the key tonight is we have to try to stay under eight penalties. That's two per quarter, which is that's not good, but that's better than what we've been doing. And here we have three penalties in the first seven minutes of the game. Brings you back to the 50, and you're looking at a first down and 20, and that's not the way this offense is built to be behind the chain. Garza, quarterback under center, hands it off to the left side. Breaking tackle, looks to be number 40 for the Wildcats. That's Beasley. Beasley will pick up 13 of the yards, so it'll be second down and seven. Second down play coming over to the right side. That's number 34, Jeremiah Earl. He's met. After about a three-yard gain, it'll be second down and seven. Third down play coming up. Garza fakes it, trying to find some room on the left side. Nothing there. Again, Sanchez, you've been talking about number 28. He's had a busy first half coming up with a tackle for Ed Couch, and he's going to hold the quarterback short of the yard to gain. Fourth down and a long six for Cal Allen. Light clock, down to 14 seconds. Wildcats breaking the huddle. They'll come up to the line of scrimmage. Looks like they're going to go for it here on fourth down. Unbalanced line to the right. Garza dropping back, looking for Kittiguat. Dropping, looking back for number 14, going downfield, and it's going to be caught. Number 14 for Cal Allen. That's Christian Robles. Blake Christian, did he get moved up? He's a move up from the JV, making an impact here early in the game. Fantastic catch. The defender picked up his hand, but the ball got right through Robles. Garza hands it off to Barrett. Barrett. Trying to pull his way in on the right side. 
going to be short of the goal line. He'll be tackled at about the three-yard line. Fourth tackle for Yellow Jack, Marshall Garza, number 53, and Jack Federer for the corner. tonight for Yellow Jack, for Mike Novelo, number one, Sammy Rodriguez, number 18. The safeties are Ryan Wayland, number 25, and Aaron Cantu, number 35. Second down and Cole Barrett in the backfield along with Earl. Garza under center, quarterback keeper. Jared Garza takes it in right behind his big center. Two-yard touchdown run for the quarterback with three minutes and 28 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Number 85, Keesnick comes in for the point after. Snap on the way. Strong kick. Straight enough. Long enough. It's good. Three minutes, 28 seconds. Cal Allen on the board. 7-0 over a headcount. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Ball in stature, but he made, he made a heck of a catch. Welcome back. After the uh, kickoff, the uh, Yellow Jacks take it at the 10-yard line. They bring it upfield. On the return is number 10, Sean Alvarado, brings it out to the 24-yard line. That's where Ed Calcelta will start this drive. Wildcats, 50-yard drive, capped off by a two-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, number eight, Jared Garza, the point after successful. And they lead 7-0 over Ed Couch. Off sweep, right side. Is that Alvarado? I believe that's number 32. I'm sorry, that's Cardenas on the carry. Over 1,800 all-purpose yards for that young man. Averages over 180 yards per game, so he can hurt you. In the backfield, he's their leading kick returner. I mean, he's, he's just a weapon all over the field for this Yellow Jacket team. Second down and five for the Yellow Jackets. Trap play coming over to the left side. Alvarado on the carry, number 10 for Ed Calgelson. 
going to bring up a third down. We're going to call it a long two. Ed Castleson, one one man, splits the near side. And off again to number 10. Slips on the carpet. That's number 10, Alvarado. At the 31, he's going to be about four yards short of the first down. He lost his footing, Coach, and lost a couple of yards on the play. Crispin, high punt. This one's going to be a short punt. It's going to bounce at the 41. And it's going to roll out of bounds to the Ed Couch Elsa sideline. We'll see where they spot it, but Cal Allen. Offense will come back on the field. Three and out for the uh, Wildcat defense, doing a good job. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Integrity Storage and Jack Taylor Insurance, Jim Miller Barbecue, Nolan's Original Four Boys, Rifle Investments, LLC, and the Duff Family, CCRC, Atlas. I'd like to thank all our sponsors for helping us out on a Friday night. Without them, it wouldn't be possible to bring you these games. Jared Garza, handoff, coming on the uh, near side. Looks like uh, number 40 is going to be Beasley on the carry. Beasley is going to be brought down at the 39-yard line. He's going to lose about half a yard on the play. Second down and 11. Approaching the one-minute mark here in the uh, first quarter, Wildcats with a 7-0 lead over Ed Couch. Garza fakes the handoff, coming to the right side. Garza breaking tackles. Garza with the 50, 45. He's got the 40 down the sideline. Finally pushed out of bounds at about the 22-yard line. Beasley brings the uh, play in from the sideline. Wildcats with the first down and 10 from the 21-yard line. Earl and Beasley in the backfield. Hand off to number 34. Earl spinning, twisting, turning. Earl walking it into the end zone. Great run by Jeremiah Earl. 21-yard touchdown run. And he was hit by three or four defenders and just kept driving them legs and found his way into the end zone for a 21-yard touchdown run with 105 left to go here in the first quarter. Kishnick in for the uh, point after. Low snap, Green recovers. Kick on the way through the upright, and it is good. One minute, five seconds, Wildcats 14, Ed Couch Elsa 0. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKPX. Oh, yeah. 
We have a score on the uh, Kerrville game, by any chance? What is it? 21-14. Tyvee? Kishnick tees it up at the 40-yard line. High and over end kick. This one will be taken at the 8-yard line. A little reverse play, trying to get the ball in the hands of Cardenas. And Cardenas is making some moves. Flag on the play. Cardenas is going down the uh, left sideline. Still on his feet, cutting back across the field. He's got the 25-20. That's why you want to put the ball in that young man's hands. He's going to take it to the end zone. But we do have a flag back on the 18-yard line. This one will be coming back. But now you can see why they put the ball in the hands of number 32. We've seen that before, have we not? Great run, though, by the return man, number 32, Jose Cardenas, 5'8", 185-pound senior. But, boy, is he shifty, quick, and he can move. Trying to get you some scores coming in from around the area. Kerrville taking on Georgetown tonight. As uh, Kerrville leading that matchup 21-14, to they're also in the second quarter. Winner of tonight's game will advance to play the winner of the Kerrville-Georgetown game. Other games to pass on to you. Flower Bluff leading Rio Grande City 7-0. Referio all over Brazos 49-0 in the second quarter. 44 seconds remaining here in this first quarter. Ed Counts Elsa has the ball on the 10-yard line. Find a little option pass by the Jackets. Unsuccessful. He had some pressure. Incomplete pass, second down and 10. 37 seconds on the clock. Wildcats with a 14-0 lead over the Yellow Jackets. Rojas hands it off, trying to go on the right side. That's number 32 for the uh, Yellow Jackets, Cardenas. And Cardenas with a nice run up to about the 20-yard line. Ten-yard run. Didn't look like Cotton has picked up that much yardage, Coach. But uh, nice little running there by the uh, 
running back out of the miss. First down and 10 for Ed Couch. First down and 10 for Ed Couch. Carl Hutt, hand off to the uh, tailback. Is that number four, Cardosa? That's number five on the carry. My apologies. That's uh, Mark Botticle on the carry for Ed Couch. Two-yard gain on the play. We'll call it second down and eight. That might be the last play of the first quarter. Locked down to five seconds. Ed Couch coming up to the line of scrimmage, and they will not get this playoff. We've played 12 minutes from Phil Danaher Field. Wildcats, 14, Yellow Jackets, zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Mercedes is beating Alice. Welcome back as we start the second quarter. Handoff on the left side for the Ed Couch Chelsea Yellow Jackets, number 14. Brandon Cortez on the carry. Not much room there. Get to the uh, 21 yard line. Second down, we'll call it nine to go. We'll Trying to get you some other scores in from around the area. Sitton taking on Port Isabel. Sitton leading that game 13 to seven. Rojas dropping back to pass. Wildcats not having any of that at all. Number 69, Youngblood, right there to make the tackle in the backfield. Loss of six yards on the play. It's gonna bring up fourth down and 15. Bar Blomp has opened up their lead. Now they're leading 13-0 over Rio Grande. Mercedes taking on Alice at home. Mercedes leading that game 7-0. Crispin with the punt. This one's going to be a low punt. It's going to take a yellow jacket bounce, and it's going to roll to the 33-yard line. Number two, Brent Green unable to come up with the uh, to field the ball in the air, and it lets it roll back. That one will roll back to about the 30, 33-yard line, Coach. Yeah, 
We are in the second quarter, 10 minutes and 27 seconds. Wildcats with a 14-0 lead, and Garza will bring the Wildcat offense back on the field. They're going to start this drive at the 34-yard line. Legal procedure, false start against Cal Allen. That'll back him up five yards. First down and 15 after they mark off to five yards against Cal Allen. Wildcats driving right to left by district matchup here at Phil Danaher Field. Wildcats overload the right side of the line. And off to number 34, Jeremiah Earls. Earls lunging forward to the 35. And, Coach, we haven't seen Charlie Hill back on the field. I wonder if Charlie's okay. After he had that big run, it's uh, been Jeremiah Earls and number 40, Beasley, for pretty much uh, the rest since uh, Hill had that long run. Time to find number one, Charlie Hill on the sideline. Handoff to number 34, Jeremiah Earl. Again, lunging forward over the uh, 40-yard line, or to the 40-yard line, shall I say. It'll bring up a third down and three. And penalties have been costly, to say the least. Third down and three for the Wildcats. Garza hands it off. Jeremiah Earl. Earl, green grass in front of him. 40, 35. He's at the 20. Earl will take it in from 61 yards. Jeremiah Earl puts the Wildcats on the board with 9.09, and I don't see any yellow laundry on the field. <laughs> Nice run by Jeremiah Earls, and you talked about those big gaping holes. He hit that hole quickly, and he got in that second-level coach, and it was just a foot race after that. Point after coming up, number 85, Kishnik. He's been busy. Kick, straighten up, and it's through the upright. Nine minutes and nine seconds, Cal Allen, 21. Ed Couch, Elsa, zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. You might see him. I was up in the You see, I don't see Hill out there. That's what I was kind of looking. Rich, do you see number one on the sideline? No? Did he go in? wonder if he went in the locker room. I haven't seen him since he scored that long run. Yeah, I haven't seen him since he scored that long run. (laughs) 
Welcome back. After the uh, kickoff by Kishnick, it's taken by Alvarado, but quickly there to make the tackle for the uh, Wildcats special team. It's number 43, Garrett Rangel, making the tackle at about the 18-yard line. Great play by Rangel. Ed Couch also will start this drive at the 18-yard line. They trail 21 to 0 to your Wildcats. Dropping back to pass. Rojas looking downfield. He has a man. It's going to be complete out to the 44 yard line. Quarterback Rojas doesn't throw the ball very often, but they're trailing 21 to 0. They're going to have to try to find some offense here in this second quarter. Ed Cobb's driving left to right. Rojas under center. And off trying to test the middle of that defense. Not a wise choice met by a host of Wildcats. At the line of scrimmage, number four, that's Edward Cardoza on the carry. And uh, he will make it back to the line of scrimmage. Actually, they're going to spot him a yard with a one-yard loss. It'll be second down and 11. Rojas lines up under center. Second down and 11. He's going to drop back. Looking to pass. He's going to be met and sacked in the backfield. And now a flag comes in late. Holding. That came from the umpire, so. Do you take the sack and force a third down and 15, or do you back him up to 10? And give him a second and 20. They will decline the penalty, so the attack will stand. And it'll bring up a third down and 15 for Ed Couch-Elsa. We're talking about it in the timeout. We've been looking for Charlie Hill on the sideline. He had that big run early in the first quarter, and we have not seen him on the sideline since. Toss sweep to the left side for Ed Couch. Minimal gain, maybe two yards on the play. Jose Cardenas on the carry. Brings up a fourth and 15. Didn't look as elusive there as he did on that putt kick return, did he? That was long. He probably covered about 120 yards when he kept crossing the field. 
Green will drop back. He's going to stand inside his 25-yard line. And now we're going to have a timeout on the field. That'll give us time to thank some of our sponsors for helping us out tonight. How about CCRV, Diaz, our good friend Jack Taylor, all proud sponsors, U.S. Ecology, Dr. Anthony Gonzalez, Jersey Mike, A&R Septic Services, Diamond Cut Graphics, and Shine On Car Wash, all proud sponsors of tonight's broadcast. I'd like to thank everyone for being with us on a Friday night, wherever you're at, at home, at work, in your car. Thanks for taking time out of your Friday night to join us right here on 1360. For those of you listening to us on the World Wide Web, Cat's Eye Radio, or iHeart Radio, thanks for taking time out of your Friday night. You had a choice, and you chose us. Don't ask us why, Coach, but they did. <laughs> He's been busy all this first. We're trying to find out here a little bit. Fourth down play coming up. Ed Couch off the punt formation. Crispin high snap. Right-footed punter. Gets this one away. He's going to punt it away from Green, and it's going to roll out of bounds at about the 12-yard line, depending on the spot. Coach, here in this first half, it's been these gaping holes that we've seen by this offensive line and the tight end. You know, all these kids are working well together and really opening up some big holes for Jeremiah Earl, and he's been able to capitalize. He's got two touchdowns. His first touchdown of 34 yards, I'm sorry, 21 yards, his second covering 61 yards. So just on two carries, over 80 yards for Jeremiah Earl and two touchdowns. I mean, there are some holes. They're doing some great running, too. First down and 10 for Cal Allen. They will spot the ball on the 13-yard line. Handoff, number 34, Earl. Bouncing it around the right side. Earl is going to be out to about the 20, 21, 22-yard line, depending on the spot, but a nice gain of eight yards for Jeremiah Earl. Second down coming up. Cars under center and off to number forty. Beasley, easily dancing, kind of sidestepping, and he. It's going to be close to the first down. See where they spotted. It have enough to be a first down. Wildcats leading 21 to zero over Ed Caltelta. Five minutes and 35 seconds remaining here in this uh, first half. Garza looking, has plenty of time, has a man open, trying to hit his wide receiver, and it's going to be caught at the 40-yard line. Outstanding catch by the uh, tight end. That 82, Stephen Paul, I believe, is who made the reception, and Paul with a great catch. The defender was all over him. Fantastic catch by Paul. 
Earl and Beasley in the backfield. 41, William Birch, also in the backfield. Toss sweep to number 34, Jeremiah Earl. He'll lunge forward to the 36-yard uh, line. Pick up about four yards for his effort. Second down and six. Wildcats lead 21 to 0, and they've had two touchdowns called back here in this first half on penalties. And just as I said the word penalty, a yellow flag comes out. Coach, I wanted to stay under eight. And if I'm correct, I believe that's five here in the first half. Trying to stay away from double digits. I was hoping that we could do at least two two a quarter, but that'll bring him back five yards to the forty one yard line. It'll be a second down and eleven. Wildcats overload the right side. Earls and Beasley in the backfield. Hand off to Earls. Right up the middle. Earls lunging forward, still on his feet, driving forward. And he's going to be close to a first down. Needed 11, and he may have it. Side judge signaling to the chains to move him forward. So a nice gain by Earls, just driving his feet, picking up that first down. Look wide to the right for the Wildcats is Jacob Arnold, number 88. Garza under center. Handoff to the left side. I believe that's Beasley. Beasley picking up one yard on the play. Not much room there. Ed Couch, Elsa player, slow to get up. May have a timeout here as the uh, player is now being helped up by his teammate. Second down play coming up for Cal Islands. By district matchup. Winner will advance into the area round to take on the winner of Kerrville and Georgetown. That game was in the second quarter. Last score we had was 21 to 14, and we are at half. So Kerrville is leading that matchup. Coach, where's that game being played at? You know, at Kerrville, at Kerrville. So uh, Kerrville with a halftime lead of 21 to 14. Wildcats 21 to zero over Ed Couch Elsa. By district matchup of this 5A Division II playoffs. Georgetown East had a really, really good team about three years ago in the last year. So they've got something going on with the Georgetown. I do high school. Now I hope the Wildcats come back up on the field. 
goes very well, but maybe the uh, cool temperatures and maybe that six and four record just uh, didn't entice the valley to, to travel as they normally do. Normally, I've seen them sell out Javelina Stadium. They, they really do support their team. It's not the big crowd that we were expecting tonight from Ed Couch Elsa. Garza, hands off. Jeremiah Earls, right side. Earls, 20, 15, 10. Third touchdown of the night for number 34, Jeremiah Earls. Give that young man the hat trick for the night. Twenty-nine yard touchdown run for number thirty-four. He's having a heck of a game. Three minutes and three seconds. Kishnick comes in for the point after. Tap on the way. Kick is up. This one through the upright. Three minutes and three seconds remaining here in the half. Wildcats 28, Jackets 0. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. What was the game? Was it some? Was it uh, Somerset where he had 250 or something like that? Was that Somerset? 153 right now. Nothing on Hill, huh? I sent Stephen Floyd a message, but he hasn't answered me. Oh, he said been sick last couple of days. That's all he put. He's been sick the last couple of days. So I don't know if he's not feeling well or... Kishnick, high end over end check. This one will go through the back of the end zone for a touchback. No return for the Yellow Jacket. Ed Couch will start this drive at the 25 yard line. They trail 28-0, Earls with three touchdowns in the first half, over 150 yards rushing here in this opening half. Osas, handoff to number 32, Cardenas, going on the left side. Cardenas weaving his way for about a five-yard gain on the far sideline. It'll be second down and five for the uh, Yellow Jackets. It's some scores from around the area here shortly. Second down. We're going to call it six to go for the uh, Yellow Jackets. Hand off. Again, trying to put the hand, the ball in the hands of uh, number 32, Cardenas. Now a little bit of extra pushing at the end of the play. Barrett in on the tackle. 
for the Wildcats. Good job by Jacob Sanders turning that running back. A couple of scores to pass on for you in the third quarter. Host taking on Taft. Host leading that game 34 to 0. Referio all over Brazos at the half 56 to 0. And off to the uh, running back. Met at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Number four, Edward Cardoza was met at the line of scrimmage. By a host of Wildcats and no room to run there at all, Coach. Flower Bluff taking on Rio Grande City. Flower Bluff with a 21-7 lead. Mercedes has opened up their lead over Alice. They lead their matchup 10-0. That game played in the Valley at Mercedes Stadium. Beeville taking on Zapata. That game's taking place in Freer. Beville leading 20-0. Port Isabel and Sidden late in the second quarter. Port Isabel 14-13. Vets, Corpus Christi Vets taking on Mission Vets. Corpus Christi leading 21-17 in their matchup. Rio Hondo taking on Orange Grove. Rio Hondo 20, Orange Grove 0. There are a few scores coming in here on a Friday night. Wildcats leading 28-0 over Ed Cal-Tulsa. And uh, if the Wildcats can hold on to this matchup, no matter who plays next week, Coach, if it's going to be Georgetown or Kerrville, just got confirmed it will be in Floresville. Interesting place to play, but punt by Crispin. It's going to be a short punt, and it's going to go out of bounds at the 36-yard line, and the Wildcats will take over with 153. Currently, Kerrville leading that matchup 21-14 to there at the half. All four schools, from what I'm understanding, agreed that the uh, winner of tonight's matchup would play in Floresville. Really? Interesting, huh? That's Maybe Floresville threw in a few perks. Maybe they'll have a hospitality room for us. High <laughs> <laughs> snap. Garza on the left-hand side. Turns it upfield. Has some 40. 45. Trying to get to midfield. And the ball comes loose. He does get to the 50. We're going to see if they rule he was down. Are they going to? He went down with a V, and then he rolled along his back. And that's, that's, Is that when the ball came out? He does get to the 50-yard uh, line. So a nice gain there. The ball is able to recover from the high snap. Out around the, uh, side, the uh, near sideline right here in front of us. Wildcats are going to spread them out. They're going to go with the four wide receivers. Earl lined up to the left of Garza. Takes the sweep. Garza keeps it. Hunching forward. He's going to be met after about a two-yard gain up to about the 48-yard line. They're going to spot it. We'll say he looks at the 47. Mm-hmm. 
Wildcats again will spread them out. Twins to each side. Earl stands to the left of Garza. Garza dropping back. Plenty of room. Has his wide out at the 42. Going upfield is number three, McClure. We haven't seen him in several weeks. And that's the weapon that McClure can be for you. Been five weeks that he's been out with that boot. We talked about he'd come in on limited action. First time he's seen the ball tonight. You can see why they need him on the field. Alcats will spike it into the ground. Trying to save their one timeout they have. There's 35 seconds remaining here in the half. Looking to put some more points on the board. This time of year, we get the uh, move-ups. They're hoping the Wildcats can put some more points on the board. Maybe we might see some of the Q-tips here in the second half. Wildcats again. Four wide receivers, two to each side. Garza dropping back. Looking for his wide receiver. This one's caught at the 22. It's going to be brought down just shy of the uh, first down marker. Is that going to be the uh, last timeout for the Wildcats? It will be. With uh, 22 seconds remaining here before the half. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Circle and Crane Services, Beck and Master Buick, GMC, and the Coastal Bend, Dr. Anthony Gonzalez, BDS, U.S. Ecology, Sharky Transportation Incorporated, Oliver Physical Therapy, Mr. Roy's Fireworks, Shine On Car Wash, and Diamond Cut Graphics. All proud sponsors of Wildcat Football. I'd like to thank all of them for being with us all year and into the playoffs. I'd also like to thank the Booster Club for all their support. I didn't notice that big moon over to the uh, left there by the Cat Dome. I this beautiful moon. Almost looks like a blood moon. Third down and one for the Wildcats. 22 seconds remaining here. Garza rolling back. Going to dump it off. Has it to his wide receiver, Earls. But uh, I'm sorry, his running back, Earls. But he's unable to hold on to it. Is that an extra water jug underneath? Is there anything? No. Kishnik will come in for the field goal attempt. It'll be a 37-yard field goal with 17 seconds. Oh, snap. Strong kick. Kishnik It's going to be wide left with 13 seconds. It was a low snap, and that might have thrown off the timing just slightly. We'll see what they got trying to do here. Take a run play, take a full pass. 
13 seconds remaining here before the half. Rosas dropping back to pass. Has pressure. He's going to throw it up. Tipped up in the air, and it'll drop incomplete on the coverage for the Wildcats, number 21. That's Christian Duff for the Wildcats. Second down play coming up for the uh, Yellow Jacket. Should be the last play of the half. And off to the uh, left side, he's going to be tackled behind the 20-yard line. And that's going to... Take the clock down to zero. We played 24 minutes from Phil Danaher Field. High district matchup between the Calano Wildcats and the Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets at the half. Cal Allen 28, Ed Couch Elsa zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Sam, give us two minutes. Two minutes. Without any penalties, 42-7. I was going to see there's a water jug hiding somewhere in here. Can't believe there's no damn water to get in here. No, 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 no. It's supposed to Ah, damn, I can't believe it. Shit. Oh, there's a little bit. Can you give me my water bottle? There's a little bit in there. How's it going, man? Are you up on top? Uh, I just sent Steven a message. Maybe I'll get us. No, I just picked up the damn problem. Man, you know, it's cold in here with that big old window. Okay, he's cow. That's gay? Uh-huh. It's funny, it looks like he doesn't have a leg. It's one leg. You're right, it is Forsville next week. You're correct, sir. If we can go there. All four teams agreed. This is their band? Uh, this is their band first. Oh. Yeah, this is Ken Allen's band over here. The dance team performing first. Oh, 
All right, welcome back to the halftime show. Coming to you from Phil Danaher Field, by district matchup between the Calhoun Wildcats and the Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets. Primetime crew coming at you. I'm Mike Guerrero with your play-by-play commentating. Our color commentator tonight is Coach Mark Medina to my left. Our statistician working hard to our far left is Coach Mike Brotherton. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night, Coach. We talked about the penalties being a key factor. We had to uh, minimize our penalties tonight. Our leading 28-0, but you showed me something here a while ago. Without the penalty, we could be looking at a 42-7 to game. Both teams were struck by the penalties. Uh, Ed Calchelsa had the huge kickoff return that was negated by the, uh, the penalty, but Wildcats also had the punt return by Hill. I'm sorry, Green. And then you had the long run by Charlie Hill that was negated, so you've had a total of 21 points off the board by penalties tonight by both teams. Well, that's just it. The deeper you're getting the playoffs, you can't afford to leave points off the field. You know, you've got to capitalize anytime you can. And again, the way our offense is built, it's hard to play from behind the chain. So we got to minimize the penalties. You have to minimize the turnovers. And that's what's going to help you get that long playoff run that you're looking for. Real quickly, to uh, recap the first half, Wildcats at the end of the first quarter led 14-0. They're able to capitalize. They took over in the uh, first quarter with 7.06. They had the ball right at midfield. They go 50 yards down the field, capped off by a two-yard touchdown run by their quarterback, number eight, Jared Garza. The point after was good, 7-0. Couple of uh, the uh, ensuing possession, Wildcats, hold head count Chelsea to three and out. They take the ball at the 40-yard line. They go 60 yards down the field, capitalized with 105 on a 21-yard touchdown run by number 34, Jeremiah Earls. That would be his first touchdown of the night, giving the Wildcats a 14-0 lead at the end of the first quarter. Ed Calchelsa, again, takes the ball on the ensuing kickoff, three and out. Wildcats, 10-27 in the uh, second quarter, get the ball on the 34-yard line. One play, 61 yards. I'm sorry, it only took a few plays, but it was a 61-yard run by number 34, Jeremiah Earls. That was his second touchdown of the night, giving the Wildcats a 21-0 lead. Again, Wildcats kick off. They hold Ed Couch Elsa. They force him to punt. Wildcats take the ball with 547 left to go before the half on their own 13-yard line. They go down the field, 87 yards. It's capped off by a 29-yard touchdown run by their running back, number 34, Jeremiah Earls, his third touchdown of the night. The point after was 28-0. And in the half, Wildcats tried a 37-yard field goal by their kicker, Kishnick. It was wide to the left. As we go into halftime, Wildcats leading 28-0 over Ed Calchelsa. As Coach Brotherson works on the stats, Jeremiah Earls, we told you he had three touchdowns. When we come back, we'll find out how many yards he had to go with those three touchdowns. We'll be back with more of the halftime show right here on 1360 KKTX. 
Two minutes. Two minutes, please. Almost oh, most stadiums have food and water and sodas and well, I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it took me years to get a water bottle up here. Years. And then they, we finally get a water machine up here, and they don't have no damn water in it. Oh, you don't know how long. We, I'm telling you, years, 10 years probably to get a water machine up here. Oh, yeah. So I'm saying most of the stadiums are the... It seems like it's our district. It's Telosa Midway. Well, maybe they do it on the home side. Almost all of them have something to drink. All right, welcome back to the halftime show. I want to thank our producer back in the studio, Sam Eulenfeld. Tell you what, working hard tonight, Coach. That intro music, those infuse. I mean, just a fantastic job by our producer back in the studio. Thank you very much, Sam Eulenfeld, for helping us out on a Friday night. Coach, we talked about numbers. Coach uh, Brotherson working hard tonight. He's been busy. So what we got for the uh, first half? We'll get more of an our offensive line is really starting to wear them out. Coach, three bad or three knee surgeries and a shoulder surgery. And I promise you, I could have probably had 10 yards tonight rushing with those big holes that they opened up. I'll tell you what, here we are at halftime at 28 0, favor to walk in. First down, Kellen had 12, they're two. Allen had 240 yards rushing for their 16 yards. We had 96 yards passing for their 27. We're told we had 30, 336 yards to head count this 43 yards. We were penalized five times for 40 yards. They were penalized once for 10 yards. We That's a 15-yard average per carry. 
think about that, 15 yards per carry. Wow. Yards per carry will six times to 61 yards. That's 10 yards a pop. Charles Hill carried ball three times to 12 yards. Passing yards was 4 to 6 for 96 yards. Receiving ball cut up pass for 37 yards. Rover cut a pass for 31 yards. And the third cut a pass for 19 yards. The average 24 yards per catch. Rick Altell is a rushing ball. He carries the ball six times for 23 yards. And Cardoso carries the ball four yards. Rojas is one of the best. He's one of the best. He's for 27 yards. He carries the ball one pass for 27 yards. He's one of the best. He's carries the ball four yards. He's having possession. He's having possession. He's having possession. Rick Altell is a big uh, thing that stands out there, Coach. They only had one penalty in that first half, but that one penalty cost them seven points. It was a big run by their uh, return man, uh, and it was just a costly penalty, but it just goes to show you you have to play disciplined football. Cardenas had what looked to be about an 85-yard kick uh, return, there was a block in the back. That was the only penalty for Ed Caltelta for this first half, and it negated a, a, what would be a touchdown, and it would be on the board. Still don't know what happened to Charlie Hill. Uh, he had that, you know, you talk about having only three carries for minimal yardage. Yeah, he did have that one carry on that top sweep on the right side. For 60 yards, it was negated. After that, we haven't seen Charlie. We haven't uh, really needed him tonight. But from what I understand, he has been battling a cold or hasn't been feeling well. I don't know if it was a cold, maybe a stomach bug. But uh, the report we got from the sideline was that he's been feeling ill the last few days. So maybe the, uh, you know, giving him an opportunity to rest. With the scoreboard now 28 to zero, of the Wildcats, you know, can hold Ed Calchelsa on the opening drive. Maybe put up another touchdown. We may get to see some of these move ups and maybe see some of these Q tips in the fourth quarter. No, uh, Charlie Hill, you've been carrying a lot of body fat on it. And every time you're sick, you can always run the chest getting dehydrated. So, I saw him pop up, you know, came back to the timeline. I'd remind everybody the uh, next round will be uh, between the winner of tonight's matchup, Cal Allen and Ed Couch. We'll take on the winner of Kerrville and Georgetown. Kerrville uh, at halftime was leading 21 to 14 over Georgetown. The uh, site has been determined. All four teams have agreed that the game will take place in Floresville next week. So no matter the no matter what the outcome is, whatever team advances, they will match up next week in Floresville. Wildcats with a 28-0 lead now, looking to hold on in the second half. Uh, you know, really, if you can just come out and protect the ball, you should, uh, you know, wrap up tonight's game and advance into the area round. Wildcats. Again, uh, with a big rushing attack, I'm really surprised that they had almost nine. What'd you say, 94, 96 yards passing? That's a that's a high total that we haven't seen in, in quite some time for the Cal Wildcats. 
at least not here this season. We haven't seen a lot of passing from Garza. We've been, you know, he's been the kind of Let's see if we can get some other scores real quickly before we take a break. Taft taking on Post in the fourth quarter. Post leading 40-0. to zero. Jordanton over San Diego 35-6. to six. West Oso taking on Raymondville. Raymondville 28-19 to 19 over West Oso. John Paul Centurions taking on Lutheran South Pioneers at the half. John Paul 29-28. to 28. At the half. We have Flower Bluff 21 to 7 over Rio Grande, Beville with a 23 to 0 lead over Zapata there at the half, Refugio all over uh, the uh, Brazos Cougars 56 to 0, La Prior taking on Fremont, La Prior 27 to 0, and Alice on the board at halftime. They now trail Mercedes 10 to 6. That game being played in Mercedes, right here at Phil Danaher Field, 28 to 0 Cal Allen over the Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets. We're going to take another break on the halftime show. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKCX. Welcome back to the uh, halftime show. Coming to you from Phil Danaher Field on a beautiful Friday night. Temperatures when we started this game were at 55 degrees. 
and currently at 52. Again, the wind not a factor. It was at three miles per hour when the game started, and again, still sitting at three miles per hour coming out of the uh, southeast. Just an absolutely beautiful night for Friday night football. Coach and uh, the uh, Wildcat band performing on the field right now, coming out with the uh, huge uh, flag and just a, a great performance by this Wildcat band as, uh, you know, these kids work hard on a Friday night. You know, it's not only the uh, football players that come out and make this a performance. You have top cats, you have cheerleaders, you got booster clubs, you have the you know, cat closet, you know, the booster of the band, booster club, working the concession stand, just so many people to make it possible for this Friday night football. And we get that, you know, we have the pleasure of calling the game. Fantastic school district it is, not only uh, athletically, but academically is what the coach, uh, I'm sorry for it, Dr. Alamandadis will be most proud of. Uh, they have a great, great district from the elementary through middle school all the way up to high school and a great community as well. So, again, I'd like to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night here at Phil Danaher Stadium. The uh, Wildcat band making their way off the field. Coach Brotherson uh, taking a little break. We don't know if he's got the top ten for us uh, from the uh, state tonight. Normally uh, he'll do the top ten for us. Sub-varsity report has come to an end. Uh, middle school and high school teams uh, have concluded their seasons. The JV and freshman teams have, have uh, completed their schedules. Uh, last week, a lot of the players got moved up to varsity because there was not a game on Thursday night due to the weather. But uh, we'll see if we can get the uh, top ten from around the state for you real quick here, uh, something that we normally do for you at halftime. Looks like I found them right here. Uh, the start up with 6A. Back coming in at number 10 is Arlington Martin, Lake Denton Dyer, Lake Travis, South Lake Carroll, Longview, and then number 5 is Allen, then Westlake, Duncanville at 3, North Shore at 2, and Katie, the number one ranked 618. Okay, 5A Division 1. Coming in at number 10 is Azel, then Nick Taney, San Antonio Wagner, Peter Park, Lancaster, Lufkin at number 5, Island Park, Lone Star, and Frisco, Denton Ryan at number 2, and Shadow Creek at number 1. Going to the 4A level. Top 10, number 10 is Mejia, followed by number 9, Sunnyvale, then Navarro, Jasper, West Orange Stark, number 5, Lubbock, Estacado, Gilmer, Lake O'Connelly, Greenwood, and number 1, Pleasant Grove. West Orange Stark has been a force for years. They've always had a great program. Well, they built Mustangs, and they always have, always have some good actors. Yes, Absolutely. At the 3A level, coming in at number 10, George West. Number 9, Hotwell. Number 8, Cameron Yo. Number 7, Troy. Number 6, Grandview. Number 5, Bushland. Number 4, Whitney. Number 3, Wall. Number 2, Malakoff. And number 1, Dyball. At 3A Division 2, coming in at number 10, Palmer. Then Holiday. Wichita Falls City View, then Cisco, number six, Dangerfield, 
Number five, Gunther. Number four, Abernathy. Number three, East Bernard. Number two, Canadian. And number one, Newton. That's 2A level, Division One. Looks like Mason, number 10, from West Texas, number 9. Altos, from Holland, Holly, number 5, Santaba, number 4, Kurt, 3, San Augustine, number 2, Imperial, and number 1, Shiner. Shiner. Wow. Interesting. That's all we got right now. Top 10 from around the state. I'd like to thank uh, Coach Medina for helping us out tonight. Coach Brotherton. Uh, maybe he was seeking fine. Maybe he went to go get us some food. Okay, he got us. He got us the inside information. I was thinking he was coming back with Chick Fil A or something. So Charlie Hill has been confirmed. He's out of the game, dealing with an illness. So uh, good to know that the young man is not. Uh, he's not uh, dealing with an injury. You know, something that uh, hopefully he'll have a speedy recovery. Right now, the Wildcats are leading 28 to zero. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can hold on and he can be ready for next week. You know, one thing I did notice is that you know, when Hector Joseph first came out, they were going to break the huddle with sticks and lines for him. We found that various stance was one further back than the other and just come at us. But, you know, but he keeps running into the wall. Kind of slow down a little bit. Not take off as hard as he used to. Right there at the end, the last two, uh, I don't know. Last two drives that they tried to put together, I mean, you know, the heads were moving, hanging down, hands on the hand. Well, I'll tell you what, Coach uh, Christian Navarro brings the uh, Ed Cow Chelsea Yellow Jackets in with a 6-4 and four record. Uh, last week they took on Pioneer from Mission. You know, they came up short in that game. They lost 48-36. to 36. Their other uh, losses for the season was against Mercedes, 31-19. to 19. Westlaco. 44 to 35, and they also lost to Veterans Memorial, 44 to 21. So, uh, uh, you know, they they're, you know, they got a great backfield, but you know, you're starting to see some really good Valley teams uh, coming out of the you know Rio Grande Valley. You know, back in the day, it was pretty much, and no disrespect to the Valley, but it was almost like an automatic. When you played the Valley, you knew you were going to advance. That's not the case anymore. They got, they're building some programs down there. They're getting some talent. They've always had big strong, athletic kids, and now you're starting to see some of those programs come together. Uh, veterans is, is one of the teams that comes to mind. You know, they, they, they're starting to put some good teams down there, uh, Coach. Well, that area, you know, they're not going to stop at all. It's, it's, it's still growing. Okay. Those teams just keep getting more kids and more kids, and I'll tell you what, they turn out a lot of really good athletes. The uh, last I heard, the census for the Rio Grande Valley, what they call the Rio Grande Valley, which is from Harlingen almost all the way down to Roma, over a million people now in the Rio Grande Valley. You know, and back in the day, there was gaps between the communities. Now when you drive from Harlingen to Roma, it is solid commercial, dealerships, restaurants. I mean, it, it's just a booming uh, area in Texas. I'll give you an example. It used to be... You know, 10 miles from Arlington to San Benito. It wasn't far, but it was still 10 miles. Now, my wife and I, we were there this past summer. 
Tell you what, it's uh, back to back. Wildcats coming onto the field. Ed Couch warming up to the end zone to our right. We're going to take one last break. You're listening to the halftime show. We'll be back with the opening kickoff right here on 1360 KKTS. Damn, they scored quick. 27 21, Georgetown. Wow. They were down 21 14 and a half, weren't they? Cold? <laughs> you probably close the door that way the air doesn't just flow through the back. You're welcome to close that door. You get a little cold. Would you rather be cold or hot? Nah, I'd rather be cold. But now, 28 27. Dang. Kick returns or something. They're never to be scoring that fast. No flags, maybe. No flags, probably. Yeah, that's what's going on. There's wind blowing right through that door. Would you rather be in Deedville or, <laughs> or here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> probably rather be in Florida until next week, too. I got water. You want hot chocolate or something? Would you like some drink? Water or anything? Water. Can you want anything? Hey, Gunny, just water. I had it all week. Started antibiotics on Monday. Today's the best I felt all week. All right, Keysnet, tease it up. At the 40-yard line, we are ready for the uh, third quarter. Opening kick. High end over end kick. Austin Alvarado tosses it to the return man. Cardenas. Cardenas upended at about the 22-yard line. But, again, you can see where Alvarado just kind of tossed it over to Cardenas, trying to put the ball in the hands of their playmaker. Ed Couch helps, so we'll start this drive. They're going to spot it at the 25-yard line. Rojas under center. And up. Looks to be going at that 32. Wiser, number 77. Right there to make the tackle, and it was number 32, Jose Cardenas, on the carry. Number 77, uh, Jacob Chambliss, number 33. I think he was. Luke Youngblood's having a great night. He's been watching a lot. Dominating that line. That front line is what's been the key tonight on both sides of the ball. Rojas, under center. 
Option play, toss it to the near side again, trying to get the ball in the hands of Cosmanes, and he's hit at the 25. No gain on the play. But boy, that defense coming up quickly to put the hit on the uh, running back. Third down and 10 for the uh, Yellow Jackets. Opening drive here of the third quarter. Driving right to left on your radio dial. Handoff again. Weiser picks him up and drives the uh, running back to the ground. That's number 16 on the carry for the head count, Elsa Yellow Jackets. Is that 18? Maybe it's 18, Coach. I can't really see with those numbers. It's just me. It's like wise, or it's like me playing with my grandkids. Yeah, it's kind of thorough. I thought it was 16, but I don't have a 16 on the roster. Was it 15? Maybe 15 is what I'm thinking. Jesse Contreras. Those numbers kind of have a little gold shimmer to them. It's really hard to see from up here. Quinona? Crispin dropping back to punt. He stands just inside his 20. I punt. This one will be fielded by number two, Green. Side steps, goes up the left sideline, cuts back across the field. Has a 35, 30, again, cuts across the grain, trying to get a block. Has a 20, inside to about the 16-yard line. The flag coming in late. Great return by Green. Penalty at the end of the play. It'll be stepped off from about the 16, so it'll start the drive at about the 26-yard line. Great return, though, by the young man. Yeah, he's had an awful long way. <coughs> Bobbing and weaving in and out of a lot of traffic. And there's a block in the back, is what we're uh, being told by the uh, referee. You can hear the last part, but it looks like it was... From the 20, so it'll start at the 30-yard line after they uh, step off the penalty. 9.51 here in the third quarter, opening drive for the Wildcats. Great field position after Green gets a huge return for the Cats. Jared Garza, handoff. Number 34, Jeremiah Earls, spinning, lunging forward. He'll come out to the 24-yard line. It counts Elsa players slow to get up. Christian Sanchez, he was. He was a, had a great first half. A little slow to get up. He does uh, come off the field under his own power, so that's a good sign. 
I can see these uh, young men right in front of us, Coach. They're hoping that these Wildcats offense can get this ball in the end zone. They're wanting to get in the game. They got their helmets on, but they're locked and loaded. Okay, just you know, we were just informed by Coach Brotherton, Charlie Hill on the sideline. He is in his street clothes, so he is done for the night. Handoff, Beasley on the left side, loses his footing. No gain on the play at the uh, 25-yard line. It'll bring up third down and five. First appearance of the night for number 23, Effie Hinojosa, the uh, freshman running back. Jeremiah Earl checks back in the game. Garza under center. Handoff. Earl right up the middle, and Earl needed five. Looks like he's going to pick up six. First down for the uh, Wildcats. They'll move the chain. They're going to spot it at the 20-yard line. Ball rest in between the two hash marks. right, strong right formation. And off again, Earl running over a would-be tackler. Just put his shoulder down and just drove over him, Coach. Strong running by number 34. Second down coming up for the Wildcats. All resting just inside the 15-yard line. Yard to gain is the 10. Quiet here in the stadium here in the third quarter. And off. The Beasley, Beasley, Matt behind the line of scrimmage. A flag comes up from the umpire. We may have a holding here against the Wildcats. Seventy-five, Hi Buchanan checking out of the game. Sixty-nine, Luke Youngblood checking in. Or the uh, Wildcat offensive line. The penalty will be stepped off. Spot it at the 25 yard line. Now looking at a second down and 15. Garza, under center, makes a handoff, looking downfield, has a man wide open in the end zone, and it's going to be caught. Touchdown number 82, Stephen Paul with his second catch of the night. This time he'll capitalize on a 24-yard touchdown pass, but again, we have a yellow handkerchief on the ground. 
Holding against the Wildcats. They will step off another 10 yards. That will spot it now at the 34-yard line, back-to-back penalties. And now we've backed up 20 yards. The yard to gain still the 10-yard line. Second down and 25. Wildcats will bring in their four wide receivers. Trips to the near side, single wide out split up top. Shotgun formation, little trap play to, to number 40. Beasley, Beasley on the right side, has the blocker in front of him. Beasley near the 15-yard line and gets a big chunk of it back. 20-yard gain by number 40, Beasley on the carry. Number 23, checking in the game for the Wildcats, Beasley. Comes to the sideline, takes a breather. Garza hands it off. 23. And on the carry. He'll pick up a couple of yards on the play. Going to be short of the first down. I'll bring up fourth down and uh, about three yards to go. First carry for the young freshman, Hinojosa. Still in the backfield. Wildcats overload the right side. Garza makes it to Hinojosa, follows him on the right side. Garza lunging forward inside the five. Looks like he's going to be spotted at about the three-yard line. Pretty smart of their guards are there just to kind of follow his blocker, did he not? Kind of held on to the belt loop and just rode his back. Not for the first down. First down and goal for the Wildcats. Earls and Beasley in the backfield. Handoff, number 40. Beasley goes in untouched from three yards out. First touchdown of the night for number 40. Beasley and the Wildcats with a point after coming up. Yellow flag on the field. There was some discussion going on between the player and the official there at the end of the play. Five minutes. It was a dead ball foul, so you're correct. Hey. 
offsetting penalty. Whatever the call was, it was offsetting, so it'll kind of negate the penalty. Three-yard touchdown run by number 40, Beasley, point after coming up by Kieschnick. Snap is up. The kick is up. It's through the upright. Five minutes and 20 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Cal Allen, 35. Ed Couch, Elsa, zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Have a score on the Kerrville game, buddy, James? Yeah, it's Kieschnick with the pooch kick, high end over end. It bounces at about the 18-yard line, picked up by the return man, number 10, Alvarado. Not much room there on the return for the uh, Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets. They're going to start this drive at the 25-yard line. Updated score on the Kerrville-Georgetown game, 35-27 to 27 is what we're being reported out of uh, Kerrville. That game should be either late in the third or early in the fourth. And off to the running back coming on the near side. Number 10, Alvarado on the carry. He was met by the uh, defender for Donovan Eigelhart and Alvarado didn't like the hit he took. He kind of gave him a little shove at the end of the play. They're calling offsetting penalties again. Alvarado came up and kind of shoved Eigelhard. Eigelhard just kind of picked his hands up, but I guess they're trying to get this game under control. But at two penalties we've had for unsportsmanlike conduct here in the last minute. Rojas on the keeper, going on the right side. Rojas, whatever reason, decided to kind of let up a little bit. And number 21, boy, the Wildcats, Laid him out, Kristen Duff. 
have a official timeout, and again, he's going to warn these teams. It looks like he's going to take the uh, Ed Couch Elsa players over to the sideline. He wants to have a talk with the head coach, Christian Novato. And after he talks to Novato, I can promise you he's going to walk over to the uh, sideline and talk to uh, Coach Danaher as well, trying to get this game under control. Smart move by the uh, head referee. You can see the uh, referee talking it over with the uh, coaching staff here for Cal Allen. Looks like uh, he'll come over now and he's going to let you know that both teams have been warned. Over to Coach Danaher. Smart play by the referee. Don't want anybody getting hurt. Physical game, but it has its limits. Both teams have come back on the field. Four minutes and 34 seconds remaining here in the third quarter by district matchup. 5A Division II playoff. 42 to 27. So Kerrville with another touchdown in their game, leading over the uh, Georgetown. That's got to be holding number 63. There it is. You called it. Really, now the uh, momentum of the game is just kind of slowed down, Coach. In the first half, it was really just kind of flowing. And now with the penalties, the warnings, everything else, you've kind of seen this game slow down. Coach, do we have another more Q-tips on the field? Art Medina on the field, punt. Off the foot of Crispin will go out of bounds at the 41-yard line. So now we're starting to see some of the Q-tips on the field. So that's great to see these young men. They work hard all year, get an opportunity to showcase themselves here in this uh, by-district matchup. We are in the third quarter. We are in the third quarter, yeah. The earliest I've seen the white hats come out there. <coughs> we saw Epi. You know, early in the uh, third quarter, he made the first appearance. No decals. We call them Q-tips because they have no decals on their helmets. Now you can see just a host of them going out, Coach, on the offensive side. 23 again is Epi Hinojosa. First down and 10 for Cal Allen. Ball at the 41-yard line. And off to Hinojosa. Hinojosa running hard up to the 45-yard line. He's going to pick up four yards on the play. Clock rolling. Three minutes and 30 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. 
number 14, has also checked in. Christian Robles, he had that fantastic catch earlier in the game. Handoff, Hinojosa, again, running hard, driving forward, and he's going to pick up enough for the first down. Well, you know, he's, he's, it's a different, you know, the speed of the game is, you know, just increases from every level. Here's a young man who was on JV, didn't play last week, and now he finds himself taking on his Ed Couch Elsa defense. First down and 10 for the Wildcats. Hinojosa takes the handoff, and that play got a shot from the beginning. Looks like he was met in the backfield by the Ed Couch Elsa defenders. No gain on the play. Looks like we still got Duck from Sanders, who's been out a couple of weeks and getting a chance to Second down and 11. Beasley in the backfield along with Hinojosa. Overload the right side. Hand off to Hinojosa. Hinojosa driving forward up to about the 42-yard line, and the flag comes in late. Fire slow to get up for Ed Couch. Now we'll wait to see what the penalty call is. But Personal foul against Ed Couch Elsa. We didn't see what the uh, was it a face mask or was it just a. Uh, Unnecessary roughness, whatever the case, 15-yard penalty against Ed Couch. It's going to give the Wildcats a first down inside the 30-yard line to the 28. Wildcats overload the right side. Garza under center. I'm sorry, that's not Garza. That's number 13 who has taken over at quarterback. Is that 13? 13 is Colton Henson. And a host on the carry inside the 25 to the 24. Second down and six. Henson. On the quarterback keeper, he's going to be hit in the backfield. He'll lose a yard on the play to the 25-yard line, where it'll bring up a third down and seven. Substitutions taking place here in the third quarter. Under a minute to play here for the Wildcats. 53 will check in for Cal Allen. Ian Taylor will come in on the offensive line.
I'll see who the answer. <clears throat> oh, that has to be a penalty. Nobody was set on that one. Trying to see who checked in there for the Wildcats. That was shirt kind of tucked in or kind of tucked off. 22, Mark Gonzalez. Looked like they were going on a quick count or something, but nobody was set. And I believe that's going to take us to the end of the third quarter. Four seconds remaining. We've played three quarters, 36 minutes from Phil Danaher Field, Cal Allen, 35, Ed Couch Elsa, zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. What? <laughs> Where'd that come from? Oh, Echostar is flaring. Wow, that's never good. Yeah, they're flaring big time. Echostar. Change room set. Welcome back as we get ready to start the fourth quarter. Wildcats driving right to left. Ensign lines up under center looking downfield. Now steps up in the pocket, and he's going to be hit in the backfield. He's going to lose about a yard in the play, sacked by the defense of the Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets. That's going to bring up a fourth down play, and lots of players being switched out. Looks like the starting offense will come back. It's going to be the special teams checking in, Coach. They're going to attempt what looks to be a 47-yard field goal by their kicker, Kishnick. In 11-14, high kick. Is it going to be deep enough? Just short. Bouncing. It was straight enough, but it was just short of the crossbar. But a great attempt by Kieschnick. A little too far for him. Ed Couch will take over. 
11 minutes and four seconds remaining here in this fourth quarter. Second field goal attempt of the night for Kishnick. Had one right before the half, a 37-yarder that was wide left. First down and 10 from the with the 31-yard line for Ed Calchosa. Matt at the line of scrimmage, number 77, Wiser right there to make the tackle. No gain on the play for Ed Calchosa. They've really shut down this running game for Ed Couch. Both lines offensively and defensively have really dominated the line of scrimmage here tonight at Phil Danaher Field. And off. Find the left side. Alvarado on the carry picked up two yards boy did he pay for it at the end of the run third down we'll call it eight to go for the uh, yellow jacket Rojas drops back he's going to launch it upfield that one almost intercepted off the fingertip of number two, Brent Green. It'll drop incomplete. Pass intended for number uh, 14, Brandon Cortez. Two men drop back for the Wildcats. Green. Return man closest to us. I believe that's McClure. Oh, and I'm sorry, that's number five. Bodie Keyes, the return man across the field. Fake punt by Ed Couch Elsa. And Crispin will pick up the first down, needed eight. He'll pick up about 12 yards on the carry. And it'll be enough for a first down for the Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jack. Hey, what? Kristen's pretty quick. Fresh legs, maybe. He uh, was able to move and scamper for that first down for the uh, yellow jacket. Rojas, under center. Pitches it to the left side. Alvarado, again on the carry. Going on the uh, left side, tackle by number 44 for the Wildcats. Olsen Callaway coming up and making the tackle for the Wildcats. Oh, hot. Dropping back, has pressure. Going to be dropped down. He's going to be sacked at about the 35-yard line, number 77. Marcus Weiser, and Weiser looks to be holding that right wrist. Trying to make his way to the sideline, but 
taking a shot. And he's trying to catch his breath. We'll just say that. Second down and long. I'm sorry, third down and long. Rojas dropped back. Wiser was in there quickly. Slowly making his way off the field. <coughs> Jacob Castellanos will take over for uh, Wiser. Wiser will take a break on the sideline. Rojas under center. Looking at a third down and long. On the left side, not much room there for uh, number 14, Brandon Cortez, coming up and making the tackle, number nine, Hunter Gross, for the Wildcats. And Crispin will come into pot. They'll have to keep an eye on him. Looking at a fourth down and 15. Right-footed punter. High end over end punt. This one's going to go over the head of Green. He'll return it from the 15-yard line. He'll cross the 20, where he'll be brought down at the 21-yard line. We're going to spot the ball at the 20-yard line. Seven minutes and 50 seconds remaining in this game. Wildcats looking to improve to 10-1. and one. Next week matchup in Floresville. I believe that game will be on Friday night. Is that correct, Coach? Early in the, I mean, early in the playoffs, you try to keep your same schedule. So I'm, I would uh, assume that it would be on a Friday night matchup. Right now, Kerrville leading their matchup against Georgetown. It was forty-two to twenty. Is it forty-nine now? Forty-nine to twenty-seven. So it looks like Kerrville will hold on, and they will advance into the area round. Twenty-five is Tarek Hickman. Lots of new faces on the field. Shotgun formation for the Wildcats. High snap. Again, that's Hickman who's taking over at quarterback for the Wildcats. Beasley in the game. That is Beasley. Hawk rolling. Five minutes and 41 seconds. 
Third down and 11 for the Wildcats. Itagua, still in the game as your wide out to the near side. Four wide receivers for the Wildcats. Up and back, has pressure, steps up in the pocket. Going to be brought down shy of the 20-yard line. And a fourth down play coming up for the Wildcats. Greg Baird will come into punt. Ed Couch will send the return man to the 50 yard line. Play clock down to five seconds. Barrett at the 10 yard line, right footed punter. This one a low punt. Going to bounce at the 45 and takes a nice wildcat bounce. Picked up by the Ed Couch return man. Brings it up over the uh, 50 to about the 44-yard line. First down and 10 for Ed Couch, Elsa. Ball spotted on the far hash mark at the 42-yard line. Short field. Sat an announcement coming over the PA. As uh, just announced, I was hoping to wait till the end of the game to make the announcement, but. Uh, Called a little bit early with 4.55 as uh, Coach Danaher will win his 400th career win here at Cal Allen. That's not his overall record, but he is the only coach in Texas high school football history to uh, uh, achieve the 400 wins with the same school. Four minutes, 18 seconds. Timeout taken by Cal Allen. Coach Campbell saw something he didn't like. That'll give us time to thank some of our sponsors for tonight. How about BS, Atlas Tubular, CCRV, Jersey Mike, Nolan's Poor Boys, all proud sponsors of tonight's matchup between the Cal Island Wildcats and the Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets. Shine on. So many sponsors that make it possible to bring in these games. How about Bill Miller's Barbecue? Integrity Storage, and Jack Taylor's Insurance. Cameron Commercial and Industrial. Baytech and Robinson, Attorneys at Law. In-Depth Diving Services, 
and Mike Shaw Toyota, all proud sponsors of Cal Allen Wildcat football. Again, a huge milestone. Congratulations to Coach Phil Danaher with his 400th win here at Cal Allen High School. A great, great accomplishment. He got here in 1984, I believe, was his first year at Cal Allen. Alvarado on the carry. On down to the ground. Tackle on the play. No gain for Alvarado. He's been held in check tonight by this Wildcat defense. A yard gain on the play. Here's a kid who came in averaging 184 yards a game throughout the season, and he's been held in check tonight. Ed Couch-Elsa will drop to 6-5 and five for their season. Their season will come to an end. Congratulations to uh, Coach Christian Novato and the Ed Couch-Elsa Yellow Jackets. And off. Trying the left side. Trying to get something going. Not much room. Number 12, Jeffrey Johns on the tackle. And again, we've had several substitutions on the field for the Wildcats. Third down, we'll call it seven to go. Nothing at all on the right side. This defense for Cal Allen has just played outstanding tonight. Number 55, again, Eigelhart, right there in the middle to clog things up. 71, also in on the tackle, Jacob Castellanos. And another timeout on the field, Coach. Surprising with 2.15 left to go in this game. Try to get you some scores from around the area real quick as uh, some games should be approaching the uh, final for tonight. Right here from uh, Bill Danaher Stadium, Wildcats leading 35-0 to zero over the uh, Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jackets. Fourth down play coming up. Flower Bluff leading big, 42-7 to seven over Rio Grande. Fourth down play for the Yellow Jackets. Trying the left side. Not going to get it. That was number 14, Brandon Cortez on the carry. Looks like A.C. Jones-Beeville will advance. They lead 44-7 over Zapata. Mercedes leading Alice 17-14 in their matchup. Sitting all over Port Isabel, 43-24. 
Raymondville leading West Oso 44 to 32. Orange Grove taking on Rio Hondo. Rio Hondo 48 to 6 over Orange Grove. And Refurio 63 to 12 over Brazos. Fort Lavaca leading Sherryland 70 to 14. That is the final. Those are the type numbers that we've seen from Port Lavaca all year. And last week, Coach, you know, we, you know, we hate to go back to, to last week, but the turnovers and the penalties is what caused Calhoun that game. And Calhoun is a very talented team looking to make a deep playoff run. Well, they're very good. Many, many gifts at all. They're very optimistic that they're going to get the ball through the end zone. They're going to put up a 30 yard score. 70 points in the opening round. Number 13, Colton Henson, under center for the Wildcats. Quarterback keeper, trying to go right upfield. Henson will take it up to about the 34-yard line. We're approaching the one-minute mark here in Northwest Corpus Christi. Al Allen will advance into the area round. They will take on Kerrville next week. Kerrville was the district champ out of their district. Very explosive offense. No strangers to the playoffs. No strangers to Cal Allen football. Toss sweep to the left side. Number 23 is Hernandez on the carry. Another five-yard game for Hernandez. Seems to be picking up about three or four yards every time, Coach. Twenty-one seconds remaining. Should be the last play of the game. Henson under center. Handoff to Beasley. Beasley's going to be slung down at the 37-yard line. And that's going to take us to goose eggs on the scoreboard. The final from Phil Danaher Field, a bi-district matchup between Cal Allen and Ed Couch Elsa. Cal Allen, 35, Ed Couch Elsa, zero. We'll be back with the postgame show right here on 1360 KKTX. Two minutes, Sam, two minutes. I got to go potty. I got to go pee. Oh, oh, I gotta go so bad. Oh, my
I wonder if he wants his cable. Yes, he does. What Sam's got it going on. I like the way he does his music and stuff. All right. Welcome back. We're just bragging about our producer, Sam Eulenfeld, who's really working hard tonight, bringing us back in here on our postgame show as Cal Allen comes away with a 35-0 win over the Ed Couch Elsa Yellow Jacket. They are your by-district champs, 5A. Division two playoffs as they will advance to the area round take to take on the Kerrville Tivy Antlers. Fear the deer. But tonight the Wildcats took care of business. Jeremiah Earls had the big night, three touchdowns, got some help from his quarterback, uh, Jared Garza, and then Beasley also getting on the scoreboard. But really, tonight it was the front line on both sides of the ball. The offensive line and defensive line just completely dominated the line of scrimmage tonight, Coach. And that's where the game is won in the trenches. Those guys have a great night. Easy night, a great night. They weren't getting blocked too much, and they weren't having trouble moving that defensive line and catching us around. Open up some huge holes. Wildcats winning at halftime, 28 to zero. They came away with seven points here in the uh, second half. Second half got a little sloppy. You saw the uh, you know teams with a couple of uh, unsportsmanlike uh, penalties, offsetting penalties. The uh, referee called timeout, had to warn uh, both coaches, both teams, to, to get things under control. The only uh, score of the uh, second half was the uh, three-yard touchdown run by number 40, Beasley, with five minutes and 20 seconds in the uh, third quarter. Other than that, there was not much going on in the third quarter. Defense played solid, though. So uh, as Coach Brotherton has uh, got the final numbers, let's see. Ah, we went over the we went into double digits again, dang it. <laughs> That's because we had what two penalties. Two extra penalties that were offsetting, so really you could add 13 penalties. A whole lot of yards. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Rushing for the Wildcats, Earls carried the ball 13 times for 169 yards and three touchdowns. Garza carried seven times for 71 yards and a touchdown. And Hina Olsen carried it seven times for 28 yards. Garza was 26 passing for 96 yards. All got two calls, two, uh, Passes for 36 yards. Time of possession was 20 minutes and 41 seconds. Ed Couch Elsa only had four first downs for the entire game. 38 yards rushing, 27 yards passing for a total of 65 yards for the entire game. 
penalties. They were penalized four times for 25 yards. Cardinals carried the ball 11 times for 22 yards, and Alvarado carried it seven times for 12 yards. Rojas was one for three passing for 27 yards. Contreras catching the lone pass. Time possession breakout, Chelsea. 27 minutes and 19 seconds. A little bit lopsided, but W is a W in any book. So, again, congratulations to the Cal Island Wildcats, 35-0 over Ed Calcelta. Also want to congratulate Coach Bill Danaher, 400 career wins here at Cal Island High School, the only coach in Texas football history to win 400 games at one program, and he has achieved that accomplishment tonight. He'll have an opportunity to uh, make it 401 next week as the Wildcats will travel to Floresville on Friday night. We hope you join us right here on 1360 KKTX where the Wildcats will advance to the area round to take on Kerrville Tybee, the Antlers. I'd like to thank our producer tonight, Sam Eulenfeld, our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherton, our audio-video producer, Rich DeLeon, our color commentator, Coach Mark Medina. Coach, thanks for being with us again tonight. Hey, great job, Sam. Mike, pleasure to be here. Well, we got another week of work. We'll do it again next week, and let's see if we can make a deep run, Coach. It's going to be a great game next week. All right, we're going to wrap things up from Cal Allen. Phil Danaher Field. Cal Allen, 35, Ed Couch, Elsa, zero. Good night. God bless. We'll see you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.